0: Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. The bible said that it is by grace that we are saved it is not by works hallelujah for we are saved by faith through grace or we are saved by what grace through god faith so grace played a major important for our salvation means the faith we had to be saved was produced by what grace because we are saved by faith but the faith came through what grace if god had never graced us we would never have been saved so grace is a very crucial part when it comes to the salvation of the christian If we have faith as Christians, it is also the work that grace is producing for us. Hallelujah. Why the grace for our salvation? Remember, we are looking at the grace for salvation. Why the grace? Why should God give us grace to be saved? Why did we not just have faith to be saved? But the Bible said, therefore, we are saved by faith through grace, or we are saved by grace through faith. Why was the necessity of grace to produce faith for us to be saved? It was important that if there was no grace, faith would have been a challenge. But as a result of grace, faith was possible. And the grace that God gives for us to be saved was for um, an important component of our life. God did not just save us through his grace just because we are we. It was for a reason. Hallelujah. And the grace aspect for our salvation was for two major reasons, one to reinstate us in Christ and to enable us to do good works as we read. He said For we are his workmanship, created in Christ for every good works. So our salvation, by faith through grace, is to reinstate us in Christ. Because it is in Christ we were saved. That means until we were saved, we were outside of Christ. But by our salvation, we have in what? Restored into Christ. We have been reinstated to Christ. And the Bible said that not only that, but we are his workmanship. God, if anybody wants to look at what God has done, he sees us. Amen. We are his workmanship. We are the products of God. And why did God produce us? Why should God uh, uh, save us? Why should he put us back, reinstate us in Christ? The Bible said that for his good works. God has saved us and reinstated us in Christ to do good works. Not for fun. As a matter of fact, our salvation is a responsibility. Hallelujah. That is why Paul could say that necessity is on me. We have a necessity, there's a mandate on us to do good works. God did not save us because we are nice people, because we want breakthrough, we want miracles. Because we want to shout and tender and lightning are falling. No, He saved us because there is a work which is called good that He wants us to do for Him. Hallelujah. So, the grace for our salvation was for these two reasons to reinstate us in Christ and to enable us to do good works. Let us look at the word reinstatement. What what does it mean? What does it mean? Because we have to understand it. We will do the reinstatement part today and next week we do the good works part. If we are going to be reinstated in Christ, what does it mean? What does it mean to be reinstated? What does it mean that grace has reinstated us in, in Christ? But before we carry on to understand the word grace did for our salvation, we must understand the word to be reinstated. It has two meanings. It comes up, up some up to be the same. The one, to be reinstated is to give back what one lost. Hallelujah. To give back what one lost. So, when salvation came to us, grace enabled us to be saved by faith and returning us into Christ, whom we were once saved or we were once created from, God gives us back what we lost because we lost God. We lost Christ. Anybody who does not have Christ Anybody who does not have God, anybody who does not have salvation, have lost God. Amen. It doesn't matter you pray in your house. I met somebody, He said, Pastor, I even pray more than Christians. I live right more than Christians. I do good more than Christians. I said that. The matter is not about whether you live right or do good. The matter is about do you have Christ? Hallelujah. The Bible said that, eh? You can speak the tongue of angels. You can prophesy. You can do all sort of miracles and signs and wonders. But on that day he shall ask. Depart from me. I don't know you. Hallelujah. So the first assignment. For us to be reinstated. to God is to restore us back to God. Grace restored us back to God. That is our first reinstatement. He restored us back. The Bible said that there was a gap. There was a separation between us and God. We are far from God. We are no nearer to God. God has closed his eyes on us. God has closed his his eyes on us. God has nothing to do with us. But in our salvation, we came back to God. He came back unto us. Hallelujah. Came back to us. Bible said that God coming unto man Jesus told the people who said that today has God come unto you. God came to us to reconcile with us so that today you and I can call ourselves children of God because we have been restored back to God. Hallelujah. Number two, grace is to restore to original state. The original state is we have been, grace has put us back into Christ. original states was in Christ in him was all things that was created created without him was nothing that was created so we were all created in Christ it was in him we live it was in him we move it was in him we have our being in the in the original state when man has not backslided man was living in God hallelujah So when we are saved, God puts us back into Christ. That is why Ephesians said that, for we are saved in Christ Jesus. We are saved in him. He put us back in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So in our reinstatement, grace did two things for us. He restores us back to God and he puts us back into Christ. It's an interesting um, 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 theological um, uh, uh, um, subject to understand how is it about but we are not theologians, we are Christians. Amen. At what point does our reinstatement begin? When does God or when are we, when do we get restored in, back to God or be put back in Christ? At what point does it begin what point did you get back or went back to God at what point did Christ found you in himself at what point amen our reinstatement began when we received Jesus Christ the moment you received Jesus Christ you have been restored to God And then you've been put back into Christ. That means if you have never received Jesus Christ, you are not in God, and then you are not in Christ. So grace begins our reinstatement when we receive Christ. Colossians chapter 2, 6 and 8. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. You have received Christ Jesus as your Lord, walk in him because you have been put in him, so walk in him. And I know somebody said, Pastor, how do we walk in in, in Christ? Because Christ is not a road, it's not my room to be walking in him. Hallelujah. Walking in Christ is simply obeying Christ. The do's and the don'ts of Christ. You just do it. Hallelujah. Rooted and built up in him and established in faith as you have been taught abounding in it with thanksgiving. We shall come here. That is how to now sustain your reinstatement by grace. So we must walk in him because we have been saved by him. So, walk in him. Number eight. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of man, according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. Listen, you can easily be deceived in our time. From the scriptures, there are two Ways by which many are being deceived. He said, "You should not be deceived through philosophy and empty deceits. People can use philosophy to deceive you. Hallelujah! Philosophy and the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, traditions of men." This one is, this one is, this one that this, this is this is it, this is it, this is it. They can use the tradition of men. Sometimes people even value the traditions of men more than the word of God. Hallelujah. This one is a taboo. This one is this. This one is that. This one is this. This one is this. In fact, we are human and the excuses we are human beings. We are human beings it's just a basic principle it's just a principle of the world the bible know that we are flesh and blood but it still said that we should love ourselves amen do not partake in any rituals or in any ceremony unto idols never known the power of tradition and the evil of tradition so sometimes we take it for granted but grace of jesus christ grace of god who gave us salvation when we received him that grace has taken us out of the powers of that traditions and that basic knowledge and that philosophies we shouldn't go back into them amen shouldn't go back into them ephesians chapter 3 16 and 17 that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts throughout faith. That you be rooted and grounded in him. In you. When Christ, we received Christ, dear ones, that was when salvation power our reinstatement back to God and in Christ was initiated and we must live by it, we must walk by it and when we walk by it, when we live by it, when we go by it you will see the blessings of God some of us we take out the grace of God which have saved us for granted because we have never really seen the importance of it we are in a crucial world hallelujah we are in a very 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 dangerous moment the only thing that is sustaining the church and for that matter the christian is the grace of god because ladies and gentlemen you can easily d- destroy or or lose your salvation so easy so easy the quest for blessings quest for riches the quest for material gain the quest for prosperity for success is too much the competition of our time is too much it's too much and you may be tempted you may be tempted to find a way through and by doing that you will throw away your salvation but dear ones anytime we make the attempt grace bring us back anytime we make the attempt grace bring us back. Anytime I wake up in the morning, one thing I say, God, thank you that today I have gone through and I've survived through because there are people who don't survive through. The challenges sometimes is too heavy on them. Hallelujah. It's too heavy on them. What are the blessings we get for being reinstated our original position and back to god there's some blessings we benefit amen there's some blessings we benefit if we we go back to our original positions and ladies and gentlemen you see sometimes when you sit back you have to ask yourself am i still in the original position am i still in the original position Paul when we was talking to the seven uh, um, um, when Jesus was appeared to John he was talking to the seven churches one of the churches the problem was your first love you have left your first love and some of us we have left our first love the original position when God first saved us what we used to do you used to fast pray cry You were winning souls. Anybody you see, you were telling them about Jesus Christ. In fact, your dressing was so excellent. Your speech was so refined. Your conduct was so good. Everybody that saw you saw that God is in you. What happened? Where is the original position? Where God put us, when we first became born again, when we were first saved, where God placed us, where has it gone? Why can't we read our Bible again? Why can't we pray again? Why don't we fast again? Why don't you care for one another again? Why don't you love one another again? After this grace aspect, I'm going to preach on a sermon who cares for me. Amen. Peace! has what give our blessings we're in Christ it is not just a work it is not just a philosophy it's not just a mindset it is reality you don't see the package of salvation you are in sometimes you don't see because you see when you walk you see human beings so You think that is it but I'm telling you you are hiding in something you are inside something nobody can just stretch their hands Take you and destroy you. That is why, listen, in this, our Christian walk, you think about the blessings of Christ, forget about what, who, and what is saying. That is why sometimes the most painful thing our, of our gospel is when those of us who are partakers of the kingdom of God, who are together in the righteous race, we are killing ourselves. That is the most painful thing. Amen. That those of us who should be one another scared, they are fighting ourselves. It's like when couples who are in the same room are fighting. Who should come and, and, and help you? Because the outsider coming, we should fight him. But when we are fighting ourselves, hallelujah, the grace for our reinstatement, the Bible said that it gives us the riches of Christ's glory. The riches of Christ's glory. And if you want to know Christ's glory, read about the life of Christ. The kingdom of God has come unto us. And the kingdom of God is not about what? Bread and wine. It's not about speech. It is the demonstration of power. It is full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Might, right, love. He said, We receive the riches of the glory of Jesus Christ. Look at the miracles of Jesus. Look at the power of Jesus. Look at the love of Jesus. Look at the goodness of Jesus. The kindness of Jesus. That is the glory of Christ. The Bible said that we receive it. Hallelujah. So how can't you display it? He said that and we receive the fullness of God. You can read the scripture. The fullness of God. We have God the Father. Son, God, the Holy Spirit, that is the fullness of the Godhead. The Bible said our reinstatement gives us the fullness of God. God is with us. Christ is in us. The Holy Ghost is guiding us. That is what we, we have received. Amen. And if God is with me, Moses at the point said, God, if you don't give, go with me. I can't go say that. Don't get worried. My presence shall go with you. See, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is the fullness of God. God is always on your side. God is always by you. Jesus said, I shall be with you until the end of times. And and Jesus said, and the Holy Ghost, when he comes, he shall be your comforter. He shall guide and protect you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the fullness of God on our side. Because you have been reinstated. Who is the witch in your house that you are afraid of? Amen? Some of us, when we hear witch... We are afraid than when we hear Jesus. That is why we would rather avoid offending a witch than offending Christ. We will rather disobey Christ and God seriously with laughter. Some of us don't sleep because in the nights you had a nightmare and a witch I've shown you the teeth. So afraid. Amen you dreamt and you saw that you were in the hands of, 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 of a nice big man and you were flying on top of mountains you were flying on top of this you wake up I said "Wow, what kind of nice dream you didn't say the father thank you that i am in the hands of the righteous one no that's one they no thank you but the which one which of the two should we appreciate hallelujah we see things though, so we encounter things sometimes i can get an attack when i open my eyes or when i wake up i sit and say hey you guys are disturbing and i turn myself and i sleep again hallelujah i don't have i don't have time for devils and demons and this no 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 no, no. the day they stop worrying us our christian life has finished they are our course work as long as we are Christians and we are never going to heaven, they are our coursework. They have to come from the one Jesus said, "Judas, hey you, this is your intention." And all the disciples said, "Why don't you suck him?" Jesus said, "No. If he goes, my prayer points will go down. He has to be part because he helps me to pray." Hallelujah when you see that your enemy is eating your banku with you and smiling, after you finish, you will not lick your hand. You will just go and say, Father, I submit my hand to you. Wash it with the blood of Jesus before you lick it because you, will, you know that maybe that person might have poisoned you. you it makes you to be, be on guard. Hallelujah. We receive fruitfulness. Our reinstatement makes us to be What? Fruits fall. That is why you can't be a Christian and you are not fruitful. You must be fruitful. Amen. And the Bible talks about, let's say, fruitfulness is not only about conceiving and giving birth to children. We have misconstrued the whole doctrines about fruitfulness, that whenever you hear fruitfulness, you are thinking about you must carry a, a, a baby and you must produce no. The Bible talks about the fruits of your mind. You must be fruitful in your mind. When you take decision, it must yield result, better result. When you take ideas, it must produce good results. We have fruits of your lips. Whatever you say, when you pray, you must get answers. Your words must be encouraging. Your words must be exalting. Your words must be blessing. It is called the fruits of the lips. Hallelujah. We have the fruits of the body. That is where you are talking about childbirth. Fruits of the body. And if you are here and you need fruit of the body, receive it. When Frida was giving a testimony, I was just listening. You receive testimonies and you blow my mind People come in and people are having all kinds of miracles. And it can, you can't kick against the prick and expecting to be part of it. No, it doesn't work that way. But somebody comes in the fresh, he knows nothing about the pastor. He didn't see the pastor eating banquo at the restaurant. He didn't see the pastor buying water by the roadside. He didn't see the pastor angry. He didn't see the pastor's brother who is torn. He didn't see the pastor who came to this place and he was nobody. He didn't see anything. He has never heard any gossip about the pastor. He has never heard anything. All he came is, this is the man of God and him I trust. Christ in him. When he said it, it's true. So he said, I receive it. The person pick it and it has happened. How can Amen and crucify him be fruitful in one lip? How? But fruitfulness! So it blows my mind. As how come? And ladies and gentlemen, we have seen tremendous miracles. Sometimes people call me, and I was like, "Wow!" In this church, they say yes. And I said, "What is happening to the people of the church? Why is it working for somebody and it's not working for the others?" Usefulness. it is part of our reinstatement by god reinstates us he gives us the opportunity christ said that if i in you and my word abide in you and you abide on me you shall bear fruit why can't we bear fruit is the word of god lying no the word of god is not lying. so something must be wrong and which is like lord us we might be wrong it can never be the word of God. And we have to start sitting up, especially some of us who are even familiar with God. We are familiar with God. You see, I got to know familiarity with God when I started preaching. Every pastor has some keys. I'm preaching now, and I realize that it is not going the way I want. There are some keys I know if I punch, it will go. And that one is no Holy Ghost. It's no Holy Spirit. It's, it's, it's You know. You can still. You know that where it's going. If I punch this and this pop, it will go. It's fine. And some of you are familiar with God. You know that when you mess up and you go to God and you cry, "Radia, I am in fault. It's the devil. God, forgive me. I'll never do it again." Oh, oh, oh! You cry and you finish. Then you see something form will fall on you. Then you sleep. When you wake up the following morning, everything is fine. So you are now familiar with God, familiar with God, but our familiarity is also causing us from bearing fruits in God. Number four, divine protection. Our reinstatement in God in Christ gives us divine protection. Like some of the things I narrated to you, is divine what protection. We are protected in God. Divine protection. Listen to me. Jesus said something. He said that we have to be afraid of the one who is able to destroy both the spirit and the flesh, not only the one who can only destroy the flesh. The devil can only destroy your flesh. Human beings can only attack your flesh. nobody can attack your spirit. Hallelujah. Satan cannot touch your spirit. Satan will work from the angle of your soul, your emotions, your motives. When he wins, then he brings it on your physical life. He can't. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be afraid of certain things. If there's somebody you have to be afraid of, is God who can destroy both your spirit and your body in hell? He is the one, and he said, I will protect you. He has given us divine protection. In him I move, in him I live, in him I have my being. Dear was I am not scared of any human being. I am not scared. Listen to me. If you if the day you think that people are going to stop attacking you, is the day you are in your grave. Even some people in the grave, they are still attacking them. There are some people in the grave, they are still attacking them. Anytime they go to the funeral and they see them, ah, burning. But in the funeral they say very good tributes or whatever about the person. Hallelujah. Who is talking good about Idi Amin? About Hitler? They are dead and gone! But nobody talks good about them. Hallelujah.